Well, hey, sports fans. Uh, this is Martha Sandino. I am in the ASM course. I am in the subset of Jonathan Jesper's PLO Facebook group, and I've had the amazing opportunity to go to the Capitalism Conference last week in Austin, Texas, where it snowed for the first time in 14 years. Uh, it was, how to say, it was definitely a catapult into another dimension, which is exactly what I went there to get. And all of you people who are in the ASM course and you're still wondering about whether or not you should go to the ASM convention in April in Florida, just do it, okay? It's like, if you don't go, it's like you went to New York City on New Year's Eve and didn't go to Times Square and watch the ball drop, okay? It just doesn't make any sense. Just sign up, get ready, uh, block off your calendar, and do it. So I've been so deeply affected by this conference and I've been trying to find different ways to express uh, what happened, what I saw, what I experienced, and uh, the overall theme that everybody kept talking about was trying to drink from a fire hose. That was definitely it. It was overwhelming at all times and it was a matter of just trying to be open to the enormous amount of content and characters that were in that place. I'm a kind of person who does everything by analogies and metaphors, so I'm going to describe to you what this conference was like without talking about the content uh, yet, but just here's what it felt like. It's as if I went to a watercraft convention. It was an amazing water sports convention. There were people who were surfing on boards, there were windsurfers. There were people sailing on yachts and fleets and aircraft carriers. We heard from fleet captains and admirals. We heard from somebody who sailed around the world in a little rowboat. We heard tips on catching waves, going through 20-foot tubes. We heard how to rig spinnakers. We heard tips and tricks on navigating tides, navigating stars. And the main thing that all these people had in common was that they got into a flotation device or some kind of watercraft, got in the water, and started paddling. It was like a large beach party. We were all walking around in the sand. There in the water were moored all these different watercrafts. And we heard speeches from people who had accomplished amazing things. And then we wandered around the beach and met each other. And there's this pervasive sense that any one person here could change your life. That a conversation, a meeting with somebody, could turn your life into an entirely different trajectory. Now this did add a little pressure to the event because there are times when I didn't feel like talking to anybody and I felt like I might have been missing that one person. But for the most part, I spend a lot of time talking to people. Um, I found it was very easy to ask people what they were doing, and they were happy to tell me in as much detail as I was willing to listen. Sometimes they would say, well, what about you? And I would say, well, I'm pretty much uh, picking out my water wings, and I'm not really sure if I want uh, pink or purple. And um, it was very interesting. The 
sorry, let me see if I can pull myself together. There was the overall, and there was the particular overall. There was the move to build your dream. You listen to other people's dreams and you establish your vision, your dream, your overall goal. And then there was the specifics. What's the very next tactic that you need to take? The main thing with your goal was to multiply it by 10 and dream far bigger than you had ever before. And with regards to your tactics, there was very specific and useful and helpful things on how to get going from where you are the very next step that you need to accomplish. But for words for me, the main thing was get your water wings, put your mouth on the spout, start blowing, and for God's sakes, get in the water. So here we are at the Capitalism Conference. What is a capitalist? It sounds horrible. It sounds like some type of a cruel, heartless, uh, merciless person who extrudes a profit from the sweat of another man's brow. Uh, not a good thing. But on the other hand, here we are in a capitalist economy. Then what is an entrepreneur? We started off with a definition of entrepreneur to set the tone of this conference. And this really surprised me, because if you ask me what an entrepreneur would be, even that has a little bit of a negative connotation, sort of a, uh, a independent, some, somewhat arrogant person with some kind of slick, tricky idea who's going to go and make a bunch of money. Um, or if you have it from a more noble perspective, uh, the way that I would see it would be somebody who has an idea or a, a concept and they're working very hard and taking risks to make it happen. Um, Ryan Moran, the host of the conference, he said, an entrepreneur is somebody who takes a problem that's not theirs and solves it. And he then, for the rest of the conference, sought to prove that point. Almost immediately we heard this from our first speaker, Jeff Moran, I'm sorry, Jeff Hoffman, who, a 20-something unemployed software engineer, found himself standing in an hour-long line waiting for a boarding pass and he thought it was the stupidest thing he'd ever soon seen after screaming at the airline attendant and uh, becoming furious about the whole thing. He went home and, with no prior experience, invented a kiosk, an automated self-dispensing boarding pass kiosk that you and everyone else uses at every airline. They were all designed and sold to all the airlines by him. He solved the problem, made a bucket of money. Um, we heard from the man who started LegalZoom. I don't know if you've ever used LegalZoom, but it's indispensable to any small business who doesn't need a lawyer, but yet needs legal documents. He solved the problem. They introduced us to people who have solved very personal problems, such as how your poop smells. Yes, we actually heard from the viral video creator of Poopery. That was amazing. Uh, there were other people who were solving global problems. We heard from Elon Musk and also um, another visionary. And these are people who are literally taking on the challenges of how to feed the world um, and conserve resources in, in different directions, both of them. And they were 
on track to solve some tremendous problems and make a boatload of money in the process. Um, The thing is, is that with the prospect of profit, they're able to bring in huge amounts of venture capital to invest in the development and and the procedures for replacing the world's economy of food with something more nutritious, more healthful, better tasting, and ultimately less expensive and accessible to the poorest people in the world who actually have access to some of the worst foods. Now the point of all of this is that private capital, entrepreneurial ideas, and business is able to solve problems where the public sector is not. When you throw, when a government agency or board of politicians throws large amounts of money at a problem, nothing changes. But if somebody has a great idea and they inspire other capitalists to invest in them and they see the possibility of solving this problem, they're actually capable of changing things in a way that public agencies and governments never can. Uh, Hence, Ryan Moran repeated throughout the conference that entrepreneurs solve the world's problems. And this was very exciting uh, to see such a noble um, endeavor in what we're doing, not just that we're trying to uh, stash a bag of cash. My takeaway from this, with our little process, make sure that our product solves a problem with excellence, with a bit of vision, which a touch of class, not just throw something up there and try to grab a buck, but solve somebody's problem with your product.